Hello and welcome to the 5050 Network Podcast. Today we're talking film. Brian, take it away. All right, so we are inching closer to the Oscars, and as per our yearly occurrence, we have to go through, we have to watch all of the Best Picture nominees, and this year we're going to try and get through everything, but that's going to take some time. So we will start simple, and we have the one movie we have both seen now is Nomadland, which is one of the movies nominated for Best Picture. And I think we're going to have very different opinions of this movie because I think I have a very different opinion from the majority here because I um, I went into it excited because I like Frances McDormand. She's, I think she's awesome, and I think she did great here. But honestly, I did not like this movie. I was bored. I didn't like how there was no plot to this movie. It was extremely depressing which it comes across as a movie you think you're supposed to like to me and then it was just not interesting okay honest i like it um i liked it i i i enjoyed it um i i can understand where you're coming from i think I think we can uh, come to an agreement on what what maybe didn't sell you on it. Um, I thought the performance by Frances McDormand was fantastic. Um, she's kind of been riding on on high the last couple of years, you know, with uh, three billboards, and um, I feel like she's done something else that's sliding under the radar, but. I don't remember, but I it, I love Three Billboards. I thought that, that that movie was great, and she was it was fantastic in it. Fantastic, I agree. Um, dare I say that where it lost you was there was too much. Maybe there was too much scenery for your liking. I would say that's accurate. There were. There was definitely a lot of scenes that didn't have anything happening. And it was kind of, and like what you said, there's a lot of scenery and a lot of just the camera pointed at her, begging for her to act her way and carry the film. Okay. Which she did as well as she could. I just, for a, for a movie to be nominated for Best Picture, I just didn't get... There, there was just no reason for me. There's no rewatch value for me, and there was just nothing happening. Like, what? Can you ex- explain to me what the plot of the movie was? It, it was almost a documentary. It should have been a documentary, honestly. I honestly did get documentary vibes. Um, uh, you know, I don't think I'm very good at catching the the underlying message in some of these movies but if if i had to say anything this would be a a story of somebody finding their norm you know somebody coming to terms with who they are and the lifestyle in the lifestyle that they live excuse me um 
she's living in a van, um, in a ca- uh, camping van, and she meets a lot of people. She seems to be kind of in this. It kind of has a feeling like, she, you know, when the movie starts, that she's been in this cycle before of working in Amazon. Um, I know it hasn't. I mean, town was basically shutting down when she was leaving, but she was basically sticking to the same schedule. She was going to work for Amazon in the the holiday season, kind of live in the frigid cold temperatures of somewhere on the East Coast, I believe, or upper Midwest or something like that. I I forget exactly where it was. But, um, I mean... I, I just thought it was uh, somebody trying to find their, their their space, a lost soul, mind you. You know, she lost her husband, and even the town she was in, which isn't something that we see a lot of in movies, somebody losing the, the town that they live in and whatnot. Um, I, I honestly think it was just a... a telling of a... a, a journeyman would, you know, or in this case, a, a journeywoman and what her daily life consists of in, in her um, journey to find herself. That was a long explanation that could have been done by that last six words. Um, <laughs> no, I get what you're saying, because I think there is a group of people who would really connect to these characters in a way that I just can't. Because like, they hit you with this very early in the film... In the sense that everyone is kind of worried about her because they see her as homeless. And then as she said, I'm not homeless, I'm just houseless. Yeah. Like, yes. there is, there's the sense of she needs help, this isn't where she wants to be. But then in reality, it's a hard, it's a hard life, but she's content with it. And there's it's almost like there's a thing, whole thing on you need to accept people... And that some of them may just want to live this way. Not everyone is always in need for help. Right. Um, I can't. I got those vibes, and I just didn't think it could have. It needed a whole movie to go with it. Again, like I, I think this could have been a really good documentary on on people who live like this. Like there, there could have been a lot more stories of how these uh, how these people live live their lives day by day, how they got to where they were, and why they prefer this over over um what most people say is a more traditional life because they all live in bands they could if they wanted to they could drive somewhere else and 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 do something different it's completely within their power to do so but they have made the decision that this is the life they want to live yeah i mean it's definitely definitely a, a different movie and i can see where uh people may get lost you know because it's it's a lot of there's a lot of scenery there's a lot of b-roll kind of showing the landscape of where she's living and whatnot um almost uh revenant-esque if you ask me um but it's a it's an interesting story it's something new it's something different um I enjoyed it. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like I said, the 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 acting is superb. 
Um, it really makes you think about living in a van and what it what it takes to be, you know, kind of in that world. And it's interesting, you know, seeing the people that she meets and things that she does, you know, whether it's the meetup with the other uh, houseless uh, people um, or the working her odd jobs, you know, she works at a Amazon uh, delivery plant or what have you, warehouse. And then she goes to, uh, I think her other job they showed was like her working at a rock stand of some kind. And then working at a, a kind of looks like a Nathan's Hot Dogs kind of uh, food <laughs> joint. Um, but I think where the, the heart and soul of this movie really lies is the relationships or lack thereof in the film. Um, you know, early on, she's get, she's packed up her van, you know, uh, of what she needs. You know, she's she leaves. She's working at Amazon. You know, she befriends this lady who lives at her van also. And they, you know, throw ideas around and then they, you know, go to that meeting with the man who made camping in a van or living in a van out of a van kind of a thing. And, you know, they, everybody kind of moves around. I think, I don't remember exactly where the friend goes, but everybody kind of takes off. Um, she stays and Sparrow, or I forget what her name was, kind of stays put, but she wants to leave to go to Oregon. So it's kind of interesting to see what these characters plan on doing with their lives. But... I think it lies in the relationships. She has a relationship, like I said, with that one woman who stays, who we find out is unfortunately dying, who wants to drive, I believe it's to to Washington or Alaska. I, I forget exactly. Um, but, you know, she meets people through the rock stand, you know, those people kind of camping out behind behind it, you know, yeah. smoking and drinking beer. Um, she meets the other camper guy, and they kind of strike up a relationship and then you know the van breaks down and she goes to see her I believe it's her if I remember correctly it's it's been a two weeks since I've seen it um, she's you know seeing her sister and her sister's trying to tell her you know shouldn't be living that way and she's constantly defending herself to other people so I think it really shows you the importance of relationships you know, you could be tight with your family and not tight with anyone else outside your family. Or in this case, you could literally be tight with everyone that's not your family. So it's just a really interesting tale of who is important to you, who does accept you for who you are. And maybe that is a part of the, the underlying part of this this film is finding acceptance in who you are and trying to get everybody to see this is who I am and this is the way I want to live my life. The Sounds movie, better now that I'm saying it. The movie definitely leaves it is is shot in a way where you're it's open to interpretation and it allows people to look at things in their own way and it's got and it's going to appeal to a lot of people cuz they can find these little things. You d- dive deep and find your ways to relate to it. 
So I, I understand why a lot of people do like this movie because it lets them do that. It's it's on more of an emotional level, right? And yeah, I, I'm just yeah, I'm just not that kind of person. And so the movie for me just <laughs> just can't. I'm like I I, can't, I catch on to these underlying themes. I'm just like, oh cool, that's a theme. How's it gonna play into the story? But there just wasn't a story. The you know at a certain point. I thought there was because there were so many scenes of her seeing other people drive away. And it was just almost like, um, it's like what's going through her mind as she sees other people leave or just move on to the next point in their lives and they're doing things. And she's just kind of there in her own pattern of switching through the jobs and, and, um, just dealing with the day-to-day stuff. I, I felt like there was going to be this moment where she's like, I'm, I, I don't know if I'm, I'm over this and I'm ready to, I'm ready for a change. And then she almost did. She went to see, uh, the guy who's, uh, who had a, had a grandchild and, um, right. Just always kind of got that feeling like she just was a little out of place there. And it's just like, um, no, I'm good. I think I'm just going to go back and, just be myself because that's just the way I want to live. And that's how I want, uh, the way I want to live and the way I'm content living. And then I know a whole lot of people in the world, especially nowadays are going to be able to relate to that and thus make them enjoy the film more. Mm-hmm. And that's just not me. Yeah. Well, it, it's not everybody's cup of tea. I understand that. Um, it, it definitely was a relaxing follow along film it wasn't um it wasn't a lot of brain busting as i call it where you know you really have to stay glued and catch everything and even the little nuances you 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 caught mostly everything as long as you're watching so i think in that sense it was a good movie and there's always i think every year and i'm not saying i'm not knocking anyone for this i'm not knocking a director or producer or cinematographer or anything I, I love this movie and it's definitely one of the top ones of the last couple of years that I've seen. I'm just saying that I lost my point. <laughs> um, it's okay. So but, did the movie. So I, I just think it was, Oh, now I remember. I just think it was that wholesome movie that you watched. It wasn't aiming for the heartstrings and it wasn't pulling at them the whole entire time. But it wasn't over the top, rewarding for the character. They still had to work for thing. You know what I mean? It, it it still was. It still was a great movie, regardless of it maybe having too much, you know, a cinema cinematography to it. Um, I mean, I think every year there's a movie like that. And I, I do want to emphasize that I'm not knocking any director, producer, actor, anything for this. Because I think it's important to have those clear-cut films. You know, not every movie has to be Tenant. Not every movie needs to, needs to be twists and turns every, every which direction you look. It, it doesn't need to be like that. So having a movie like this that's relatively easy to follow, 
uh, interesting characters, maybe a little bit of a confusing plot, but to me it was an interesting lifestyle that I too looked into. Um, you know, living in a camper van, I wouldn't be able to live in one, but I definitely like oh, to have God, one no. for like weekend trips. Um, it, it it definitely was one of those movies that, like, there could be a nominated movie that has a overcomplicated storyline or plot or character or what have you that is just as good if not better but this is definitely the movie that will maybe capture the imagination of some and be relatively easy to follow so I think that's always good if there's always that movie every year I think that's good I think that's important and I think and not I think it's great that that's going to be that it's this movie and then it was filmed by um, it was filmed by uh, or directed by uh, Chloe Zhao uh, who's a phenomenal director Uh, I unfortunately don't know all of her movies but after seeing this you definitely can expect me to um seeing a woman t- take a film in a direct the direction of being nominated as much as this movie has been nominated is great i love to see it i am all for women in film um i i want more of it and i want original stories which this is one i i well, i can argue that all day i just think it's overall this movie is is a is more important than some people realize even if it doesn't win any awards even if it does because of what it stands for both for women in film and women in general so i think it's a it's a beautiful thing we're seeing it's a great movie and um hopefully you'll watch promising young woman soon so we can talk about that one too also directed by um beautiful woman emerald Fennell, or uh yeah emerald Fennell. um women in film are taking over and i love it so what is this nominated for besides it so it's nominated for best picture it's got to be nominated for cinematography and a leading actress like those are the two i can i have no problem with this movie winning because the cinematography was great and francis mcdormand is awesome um I don't know what um, else it's nominated for, but yeah, if there were, if there were two things, I would not be surprised to see it win. It'd be those, and I and I oh, totally understand the movie winning those. So we have. I I'm trying to pull it up. I tried to pull up our official fifty fifty network Oscars ballot, but um, I currently have my computer running something, so I can't really find it. Um, it has a nomination for cinematography. Um, it has a nomination for Here, actress ju- in the leading role. I just sent you the ballot. I totally forgot that I had it up. Uh, it also we it's also nominated for film editing. Film editing, uh, directing. Um, I want to say, um. Writing Design? or adapted screenplay, 
Okay, so no design. Oh, no, uh, right, adapted screenplay, you got that. So, so it's got a, got plenty of nominations. Um, I unfortunately haven't seen a lot of these movies. Um, from what it looks like, because I typically go by the movies that have been nominated the most, it looks like I did well with Nomadland, but I need to get uh, Minari, Judas and the Black Messiah, and yeah. Yeah, so when it when it comes to when we when we start seeing more of these films and get down to actually picking uh what we think's gonna win. Uh for me it's definitely things where when I watch the movie I think what awards stick out, like which one do I think this one is gonna immediately win and not even have to look at the uh deceive is nominated. And yeah, so cinematography and leading actress were definitely the two. So I will uh put those down. And then uh, we'll see if anything tops them when it come, when I see everything else because there's still so much I have to see. There's uh, a lot to there's a lot to see. Uh, I would have to say, um, because I'm looking sorry I'm looking right now. I see like Mank, Minari, and the Father all over the place, and I haven't seen them yet. Like there's a there's a lot of overlap this year because it's it's uh, slim pickings because of COVID, but. Um, yeah, I think th- things will move along. Just like just seeing five movies will change a whole lot. Yeah. Um, so far in cinematography, even though I've only seen one movie that fits within that, I'd have to say Nomadland is going to be tough just based on typically cinematography is those, those movies that tend to take place outdoors. It yeah. seems like. So I mean, oh, I'm not saying I'm not saying anything against any of these other movies. Um, I haven't seen m- most of them. Um, I'll have to check them out. But this definitely was definitely was up there. Okay, so um, I just looked at cinematography. I I just realized there's only four nominated, and I've seen three of them. Um, I saw Trial of the Chicago Seven and Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, neither one the of those. Movie you saw. Yeah, neither one of it. those is beating Nomadland for cinematography. So it's going to come down to that and Mank, and I haven't seen Mank yet. Okay, so I've been promoting the Oscars watch-along with uh, a list of what we have seen, you and me. And I put as a joke, because I had watched Promising Young Woman, Tenant, and uh, Nomadland, and all I could think of was you've seen... Tenant and Judas and the Black Messiah, but I could have sworn there was a third movie, and I said, yeah, Trial in the Chicago post, 7. I put in the post, I swear he said he saw something else. Yeah, so I'm I glad did. we cleared that up. Yep, and now I've seen Nomadland, and I'm, I'm trying to find the father, and I'm gonna try to do the father, Mank, and Minari over the next week. I want to get through the best yeah. picture ones as soon as I can. Yeah, I'm going to try my best to do Mank in the next couple of days. And Juice and the Black Messiah, if it is on Amazon, um, probably do that this weekend. Uh, I think there's a couple of um, Minari and whatnot I'll have, I'm, I'm going to have to crunch for because I didn't get to watch as many as I wanted to this week. 
but uh, we'll get there. I'm pretty confident we'll get there. Yeah. Because if you think about it, we a lot of these movies, uh, unfortunately, since there wasn't a lot of as much releases, not knocking any of the movies nominated at all, um, it's going to be kind of easier to catch up on. It's going to be easier to catch up on because I mean, last year it was a, it was a mess. You know, there were so many different good movies, and we barely had seen Parasite. Oh um, yeah, we had to go to the little hole in the wall theater to find it in town. Yeah, so I, I, I honestly think this year is going to be more interesting because there wasn't a lot of built-up movies. You know, these are kind of like under the radar, and I think that's great. And I can't wait to watch them all. Yeah, I agree. And that's all the time we had today. Thank you for listening to the 5050 Network podcast. Our social medias are in the description. And as always, thanks for the support.